Welcome to The Infinite Dance. I'm your host, Carrie Arada. Welcome back to all of my listeners that have been listening now for 10 whole episodes. This is episode 11. And if you're new to the podcast, welcome. I'm so glad you're here. Before we get into today's episode, I wanted to say um, happy spring equinox. I am recording this on Saturday, March 20th, which is Ostara in pagan and Wiccan traditions. And so this is the first day of spring, which yay, even if we're still in our homes and isolated more, it's nice to have something to celebrate. So I am really excited for today in Ostara and new beginnings and the days and the evenings um, coming into balance. Today they're the same. Feeling that balance today. So today's episode is about star seeds. And I've been hearing a lot of buzz around, of course, the interwebs, because that's my main form of contact these days of star seeds. Am I a star seed? What is a star seed? Um, and I think it's very appropriate that more are curious about their soul's origins and where they come from and what they're here to do uh, on this earth. So what is a star seed? So a star seed is a star born mortal with alien DNA reincarnated to earth for again, a greater purpose with the collective in mind. Okay. Um, they're going to have a bigger picture view of what I need to do, what, my what draw what draws me every day and drives me every day to continue on this path that I'm taking. That's what a star seed is. And with the alien DNA, I, I've been calling our galactic family. Okay, because if you've had um, sessions with me or meditations with me, I talk about our galactic family and our galactic family will families will be present during those meditations and during sessions. So galactic families and a lot of star seeds have more of a, let's see, how can we, a more of a, for a blanket, a rejection of societal constructs. You know, there's this kind of unwritten knowing that, oh, you know, you're going to grow up and you're going to, you know, uh, go to college and you're going to get married and you're going to have children. And you're, you know, kind of these, these kind of um, things that are fine and great and wonderful. But when you have something else to do, sometimes doing those things and doing those things in a bit of an order doesn't fit. Okay. doesn't fit. So 
you know you're a star seed <laughs> if if those things are kind of ringing true for you. And let me back up just a little bit. I believe that we are all star seeds. We are all of star origin. And the bulk of everybody on earth is a soul that isn't interacting as much or isn't coming from knowing and having a deep knowing of their soul's origins. So they're, they have come back to earth more. Okay. So those soul origins and the memories and the uh, knowledge has grown away at that DNA level. Okay. So at that cellular level, so they're not remembering. Okay. So they're falling more into the constructs of society and how that looks and what we've grown to know as, okay, this should probably happen. And, oh, if so-and-so, you know, it isn't probably going to get married. Oh, poor them. Or if, you know, she's not going to have kids. Oh, poor her. Not necessarily true. And we're seeing more and more star seeds that know that are coming onto this earth knowing and not forgetting. Okay. Cause a lot of us came here and during childhood and fitting into those constructs and being raised, we forgot. And then we're relearning at a young adult age. We start to relearn again, but we'll see a lot of children, babies being born and younger adults um, that we're interacting with now, not having forgotten. They are not forgetting. It is sticking with them. And that's kind of why things have happened as they have, um, especially over this past year, to harness that and make space. We're relearning. We're relearning right now um, how to be. So I'd like to get into, first I'm going to go over, there is lots of different kinds of star seeds and galactic families out there. I'm going to go over four today a little bit more in depth because we're being affected by these four more and then I'll go into other areas where you can kind of tell if you're a star seed or not um and again I believe this is something we all are um and we all have the ability to, to remember and want to know our soul's origin okay our soul's origin So the first type of starseed I'd like to focus on is called an earther. So an earther makes up, we're going to see less of these again um, as the years go on. But, you know, this makes the bulk of who we're interacting with, you know, like 85%. Um, everything is very earth-related. Um, they can interact with earth constructs really well, okay? The stewards of the earth, these, these star seeds, rooted um, in the physical and material world. So that's of great importance to them. Okay, so they're gonna they're gonna really kind of drive to make sure those things are met. And you know, I, I say they earth well. 
<laughs> they earth well, they live comfortably and they know, um, again, they're going to adhere to all the challenges and the joys involved in the human condition. Okay. So, you know, a challenge might be, oh my gosh, I have to move or I'm, I got, you know, fired from a job or I had got let go and now I have to get a new job. And then the joys, I, you know, I'm having a child, I'm going to have a child or I'm going to be a grandmother. Um, these kinds of things are considered more human conditions um, and, and the joys, right? Of course. And then the, the pains too, because of course we're, we're in a dualistic um, existence. So both have to exist for us to be here. So again, we're seeing more and more earthers, soul archetypes uh, searching for their starseed origins to delve deeper into their own spirituality. So I've had clients come to me and go, you know, Carrie, I know I, I registered as an Arthur, but I'm having these memories or I'm having um, experiences where I want to delve deeper. Yes. Yes. This is exciting. Um, again, this podcast is called the infinite dance. So I always feel like there's an infinite amount of possibilities that can happen. Um, especially when it comes to soul development and soul knowledge. Um, and as we're talking about earthers, I've also seen a lot of um, people putting in writing, you know, um, making posts about um, a Lemurian or an Atlantean being a starseed. And those are actually considered um, an earth origin of a soul because those were, even though they're not in existence anymore, they were a place that existed on earth. Okay. So it's not a galactic. It's not a, it's not a place um, within a star system. So I just wanted to make that clear. So the second type of, star seed I would like to talk about is called Nihal. We've also heard, or you might've also heard of this star seed type being called indigo or crystal children. Um, we're seeing more and more of the soul in the past decade. I'd say we started to see more trickling in the last 20 years, but definitely in the last decade, we've seen a lot of a lot more of indigo and crystal children um, coming in. They are gifted telepaths and they are here to help us with our ascension process. And that's why we started to see them, because, as you know, we are in or maybe you didn't know um, an ascension into a five fifth dimensional consciousness. So that means we're raising our frequency, okay, to interact at this um, more heart-centered place as opposed to the physical, you know, I've got to make money and that's my main thing, okay? Not saying you're not supposed to, <laughs> but it's not going to be in the main drive or the drive will have a different intention, as opposed to more is better. That's what just came through. So the Nihal, Indigo, or Crystal Children um, can have a harder time with the physical world. It can be extremely overstimulating. Um, and again, a soul can have a part of this 
indigo in them or be a lot or be you know mainly indigo um it's more of a pure soul um a lot of times these souls are considered um, autistic asperger's um neurodivergent and you know there's no bad intentions there's a bit of innocence with the soul okay um which makes it so you know you're highly aware when you don't have another intention of manipulation or thinking of another being in a way that oh am i doing it right you know if there's this pure soul coming of hey i'm here and i want to interact and i've got um you know this gentleness and this ease um to be around you then that's just amazing and you know, it's it's hard because a lot of times what we compare when a child comes in to other children, right? Oh, they're not in this percentile of this, that, and the other. And boy, that messes up the dynamic of this um, being's growth, which I think is too bad. And I know it's been changing, though, lately, too. And that is good. That is really good because yay on having more indigo crystal nihals coming in and um, shining their bright lights and guiding us to knowing life can be different it doesn't have to be what we've known to exist and function and i think that's really important um so yeah thank goodness these souls are here with us now um, that's Nihal. We've also heard them called uh, indigos and or crystal children. Okay. That's the second type of starseed. The third type I'm going to bring up today is called Lyran. L-Y-R-A-N. And the Lyrans, we haven't seen a, or had a ton of Lyrans around us. Now, when I start to get into these other ones, Nihal, Lyran, we're talking a small percentage, okay? Like Nihal, I think it was like, well, you know, was kind of at like maybe a two or three percent, okay? And again, we're going to start to see more and more of that. Lyrans has been like less than one percent of the population. So really low. But they are an ancient um, form of human incarnation origins. So they predate back. They're kind of considered more of a, um, grandparent, a great grandparent of a spiritual star seed. And it's the root race of all humanoid races in our galaxy. They can look or have cat like appearances or tendencies um, in their um, galactic form. And also avian, so they can also kind of have a bird-like look. And that all kind of comes under that Lyran um, umbrella. And the more and more are entering or have entered again to help us and assist us with our advancement in technology. And their guidance is almost mandatory in times like these, right? 
I mean, everything is changing and here we are. We're more um, behind a screen right now because um, we're not facing each other. So yes, please, <laughs> let's have more of these um, souls coming in and or, you know, growing up. Um, I'm hearing more like, you know, teenage too, because around, I would say 16, 16 to 18 and younger, we're going to see just a big influx of these star seeds coming in of all kinds. So not just the ones I'm talking about today. Um, I'll go into more on other um, episodes. These are just the ones that are affecting us right now. Okay. We're going to have more of an effect of these ones right now um, with what we have going on. Um, in our society, in the world right now. So that's why I'm focusing on these guys. Um, a Lyran soul um, is very much into um, having a wise presence, a natural leader, um, innate sense of experience of things, and extremely fearless, and they can analyze a situation flawlessly. Um, and so that's really interesting too, right? To have, um, being able to do that. They assisted Atlantis and Lemurian with advancing their knowledge of energy use, particularly in converting it to physical energy. And they were known to have brought the element of fire to earth. So that's the, the star seed part of them, right? And so we're going to start seeing more of these around us. And it'll be interesting how that we start to see more and more of this kind of soul and what they're all about. The fourth and last star seed type I wanted to get into today is called draconian. And this star seed type, it comes in at a 7% maybe. And we're going to start seeing less and less of this star seed type thing. Goodness, because most of them are negatively aligned. Okay. So they're aligned to um, me first attitude. It's all about me first. There's a greed. Uh, money gain is first at all costs. Ethics go out the window. Okay. Ethics are out the window. It's all about what's going to get me ahead. I don't care if I have to step on you or your mother or your grandmother. I don't care. Okay. So this is a negatively aligned draconian um, uh, soul, uh, extremely manipulate, manipulative, controlling to like the nth degree. Um, and will almost kind of get off on somebody being in a helpless state, even if they put them there, especially if they would put them there. Um, some are aligned to light or switching to light. A lot of times a soul that's not uh, positively aligned, um, they do want to switch back to, uh, uh, if they're negatively aligned, back to a positive. Um, because this is going to, again, help to help with the ascension process. And the ones that don't, um, you know, we've seen them either leave or not be around. Um because it's just not going to fit in this whole um, greed, manipulation, uh, wanting to see others suffer. Um, there's a reason why so much is coming out right now. 
it needs to leave. We need to know exactly where it's coming from. So it's like, absolutely not, not going to happen, not going to be a part of our existence in any way, shape or form anymore. Um, it doesn't serve anybody. Um, an example of a draconian soul that we, um, uh, had as our president was, uh, Donald Trump. Um, so he's a negatively aligned draconian soul. If you hear other um, people speak of him as being a light worker, they are being told the wrong information. Listen, he was an agent and a part of the change that needed to happen, but it doesn't make him a light worker. And you can't be a light worker if you're not aligned to wanting to do things from heart space. If you're wanting to do things from uh, an ego space and me first space, then um, that's where you're coming from. So that's the draconian. And I brought them up because they make up a lot of the star seed. The 7% is a lot. Um, even though there's um, quite a bit of other star seed um, soul origins, you know, their percentage is like 2%, 3%. So it's really not a lot. They have come in at a lot, but we're seeing less and less. So signs you are a star seed you've always felt different even in your friend group um you might have even called yourself weird i think there was at one point i i'd be like where's my weirds you know um where are my people that are weird like me um and and there was kind of a camaraderie with that um i'm trying to get away from the word weird these days though because um I think it falls into a bit of shame that we carry around at cell cellular level. And that will be another um, podcast episode, probably next month about shame. Um, even though it's fun to say that with that you're weird. And I just don't think we're weird. And there's going to be <laughs> so many of us star seeds coming in and around and um, leading now. And you'll hear us speak um, on topics that it will be start to not be a weird experience. Um, extremely sensitive. So whether you're positively aligned or negatively aligned, there's like an extreme sensitivity to the world around you. And ones that are positively aligned are going to be extremely empathetic. Um, you'll hear them say I'm an empath um, a lot by a star seed, um, especially ones that are going to resonate um, to Mintaka, which is another area of Orion's belt area, um, along with Pleiadian. And I will get into those in another um, episode. Um, because if you are drawn to that area, you're probably Pleiadian or Mintakan. Um, again, here we go. Love looking up at the sky and you're probably drawn to that area. And that's where your galactic family is. You're just remembering it. Like, oh yeah, right there. You know, that's where I'm used to, um, being, or I've been, and it's familiar. Lots of visions, lots of dreams of being elsewhere, um, in other galaxies and other lifetimes. And it's a feeling of, they're so real. Like, oh my God, I was just there, you know, um, did that just really happen? Um, so that feeling of um, being able to cross that barrier and um, feel that sense in the astrals of realness. Um, you can really get overwhelmed in crowds or even just doing errands or even if you feel you're social, but you need to be alone. 
okay. So like, oh yeah, I just went and I was social and it was great and, and it was so nice. But then it's like you get home and you're like, okay, I'm going to hide for a little while. Okay. Because it's just too much. It's too much coming in at once. And you need to kind of incorporate it all. Because a lot of times starseeds, you know, we're observers. We're watching. Um not to judge, just to, you're taking it in. You're kind of going like you're seeing both sides of things. Um, so it's just a lot. Uh, a deep innate knowledge of the divine and the universe. It really comes from within. Like it's a, a knowing that you just like, I know this. I have been here. I have seen this. I have experienced this. I know this person. Um, so a deep knowing though of knowledge. Um, a lot of times you get called and I hate this term. I hate to see, I don't like using the word hate. I really don't like this term. So I hope it's something I'm going to say it cause I want it to be something that we get away from, but being called like the black sheep in the family. Um, I really think this needs to stop. So please stop if you're using it and stop ostracizing somebody because they're not like you and they're not interacting with the world like you. Um, you know, a lot of times a starseed has a harder time feeling a connection to their family because um, you know your soul's purpose um, can assist with other things. And when you start to kind of get into your soul history and knowing your clear boundaries around your family and their limitations and your limitations, you can start to have some kind of relationship if that is something that's available to you or something that you want and to have them in, in your lives. And I think that's really important to know. It doesn't have to look a certain way. Um, so getting away from using that term black sheep, um, uh, please stop. I think that's a terrible term to put, to use. Um, uh, for the animals, it's racist. It's terrible. Um, so there, there you have it. I don't like that term. Um, and using it in a negative way, because um, I think somebody's all of our differences are what make us absolutely amazing. Um, so that is a little snippet on star seeds. And I do have a bonus episode on Patreon. So you can purchase that episode um, when you go to the Patreon. Um, you're also welcome to do a, what's called a listener support. So there should be a button wherever you're listening um, and you can support this podcast, which helps to keep it going. Um, and any amount is so very, very helpful. I, and I, really appreciate it. If you would like a private reading to find out more about your starseed origins, you can reach me at ancientbodyworks.co. Um, I do guided meditations every Wednesday morning on Zoom at 9.30 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. I do have a Facebook group called The Infinite Dance. Um, love to have you join me there. And please continue to explore and ask yourselves and others, may I have this dance? <laughs>